Hello, this is Malia Warner. Welcome to Power Principles, the podcast. Today, we are talking about how we can give the gift of enough to ourselves and to others this holiday. This is episode 47, The Gift of Enough for Christmas. Hi friends, it is December. Can you believe it? In fact, December is almost a third of the way over. The next three episodes, we are going to be talking about three gifts of Christmas fitting for the holiday season. And these are not the kind of gifts that you go out to buy or you drop in your Amazon cart. They're even better. These are gifts of the heart. They are gifts you bestow on yourself and others. I like that word bestow. Bestow is another way to say to give or to confer, but another meaning of the word bestow is to use or to apply. And I love bestowing a gift that someone can really use, that someone can really apply. Yes, I am the person who likes functional, practical gifts. Even better, there is an older, a more archaic meaning for the word bestow, which actually means to house something, to provide lodging for something, to stow it, to deposit or store it. So when I imagine bestowing the gift of enough for Christmas, I imagine it being something you can use, apply, that it's you can house enough, you can stow it away, you can stow away enough for any time that you need it. One Christmas when I was nine or 10, about that age, somewhere probably between fourth and sixth grade, because I remember the pictures of me that Christmas, I have the really huge buck teeth. And that year, my dad got a big present. And you know when you're a little kid how excited you are when there is something big in the living room. And you wonder what it could be, and you think of all the possibilities. It turned out to be a giant tool chest for my dad's garage. It was red, it was shiny, it was clean, it had slide out drawers in all different sizes. I could have played with it all day, just opening and closing the drawers and thinking of which little knickknacks in different sizes would have fit perfectly in that chest. It was the perfect place to stow things, especially useful things. The perfect place to keep useful tools organized and readily accessible. I like that imagery. When I think of these power principles, I often think of them as tools that I stow in my tool chest so that they are ready to help me fix things that break in my life or to build things that I want to build. And today, the thing we want to bestow and stow in our tool chest is the tool of enough. When the holidays creep upon me, as they always do, which I don't know why, I know that Christmas is December 25th. It comes around every year. Kind of amazing how it works that way, and yet it always seems to creep up on me. So when the holidays sneak up, it's easy for me to get in this feeling of not having enough enough. I don't have enough open dates on the calendar. I don't have enough time, enough money, enough decorations, enough gift ideas, enough patience, which leads to me not feeling enough Christmas cheer or goodwill towards men, let alone peace on earth. How do we know when enough is enough? 
when are we enough? When do we have enough? When have we done enough? This past week, I was watching an interview with Kristen Bell. There are lots of interviews with Kristen Bell and Idina Menzel, Josh Gad now because the movie Frozen 2 is out, which I haven't seen yet, but have heard good things, all good things. Kristen Bell is a self-proclaimed Christmas fanatic, and she described her house at the holidays as if Santa had thrown up everywhere, like a snow globe broke all over it, and there are decorations in every crevice and crook and cranny of her house. My house this year is the opposite. I'm usually fairly moderate in the decorating area anyways, because I know that law of holiday gravity. That law is that whatever I put up in December, I have to take back down in January. But I do have multiples of those green storage bins with the red lids filled with Christmas lace and garland and lights and nativities and pictures and stockings and all of those things. But this year, I have not put up a single Christmas decoration, not even hung an ornament on the tree. My family did that over Thanksgiving break while I was locked in a room at the church building across from my house editing and editing and editing Lies of the Magpie, which will be published next spring. Woo! And is that okay? Am I enough of a mother this year if I didn't crank up the Josh Groban Christmas album and help my kids shape the branches of our 20-year-old artificial tree? How do we know when we are enough? This year, I want to give you a gift. Three simple ways that you can stow, that you can stash enough, enough to get you through the holiday season. I actually think that's a pretty fantastic gift. Number one, I'm actually going to teach you a medical diagnosis and describe the symptoms so that you can recognize if you are suffering from this medical diagnosis. And I'm going to give you three simple cures, three simple treatments. All right, the medical diagnosis is a telephobia. And its symptoms are difficulty breathing, unusually fast heart rate, a tightness or a pain in your chest, trembling or shaking sensations, dizziness, lightheadedness, digestive distress, hot or cold flashes, sweating. Do you ever get feeling this way over the holidays? Have you felt that way today? Did you feel it over the weekend and the holiday parties? These are physical symptoms of a telephobia. A telephobia, you can recognize from that word phobia. There are lots of phobias in the world, and you know, you may not be scared of snakes or spiders or ghosts, but maybe from time to time during the holidays, you have a case of a telephobia. A telephobia is the fear of something not being enough. It's the fear of not doing something right, the fear of not being good enough, a telephobia. It comes from the combination of two Greek words, phobia, which we know means fear of, and the prefix atello, which means imperfect. It's the fear of being imperfect. And here are some treatment options, and they actually kick in pretty quickly. If you recognize yourself, that tightness in your chest, that feeling of stress and worry and panic, that something isn't going to go well for whatever reason, 
the dinner party that you're planning, companies coming over, you don't feel like you have enough time to get the house cleaned the way that you want it to be, or you're baking something that burns, what, whatever it is, whatever just gets you in that panic mode, as soon as you notice that, stop, take a breath, and go back to your thoughts and trace what your thoughts are telling you. What are they telling you you don't have enough of? Our brain's job is to search for problems. Its job is to find possible scenarios of things that isn't going to go right. So stop, tell your brain, oh, thank you for doing your job. Thank you for thinking of every million possible scenarios for why this may not work out. Thank you, got your report, that job is done. Now I'm going to give you something else to think about. I'm going to give you some new thoughts. I have new projects for you to work on, new things to solve for. All right, here they are. Everything is okay. I have enough. We have plenty. All is well. Give your brain those phrases to think on and then your brain is brilliant and it will come up with ways. It will think of resources you hadn't thought of before. It will think of time-saving tips to solve for how everything is okay. When you feel yourself go into panic mode and tighten up and your heart races, it drains creative power from your brain and you actually end up less able to solve for your problems and to make things work. It's why the most important thing to do in an emergency is to stay calm because calmness frees your brain energy to solve for situations. So there's a fun new piece of vocabulary to put in your stocking this Christmas, a telephobia. And when you feel it coming on, stop, take a breath, thank your brain for scanning through the worst possible case scenarios, let it know you've got the report, and give it new things to solve for. Everything is well, we have enough, everything is going to be fine. The second tip for keeping a calm stash of enough in your storage chest this Christmas is watch your sugar intake. Eating too much sugar increases your body's stress hormones. Sugar causes inflammation in your cells, which makes you more susceptible to overgrowths of viral and bacterial infections. We think that colds and flus are due to cooler weather, but often they're due to our decreased immune system because of our increased sugar intake starting with Halloween. If you've ever noticed that that's when your kids start to get sick, they go trick-or-treating, they pile on all the sugar, and then the next week, bam, they've got head colds and congestions. It's because of that inflammation of the sugar intake. But it's the holidays, right? And our favorite treat. So what can we do? Don't eat the cheap sugars for the holiday. Don't eat the stuff that really doesn't matter to you. If it's not your favorite treat, don't waste your sugar intake on it so that you can savor the treats that truly are your favorite. Your body might sound like that little kid who begs for every toy in the catalog. I want that and that and that and that and that. I have to have it. I have to have it. I need to have it. I've got to have it. And what do we tell kids when they get in that mode? We say, we have enough toys. We have plenty of toys. We don't need all of the toys in order to be happy. 
we can tell our body the same thing. In fact, when my body craves sugar, I have to remind myself, okay, it's not really me. I don't want this treat. I don't want this candy bar. That's not me. It's coming from an overgrowth of yeast and bacteria in my body that feeds on sugar and it's hungry and starving and it wants to get bigger. And so it's telling me that I'm craving those things. And so I have to remind myself, well, who am I feeding? Who really wants that candy cane? I don't want it. I don't really want that candy cane. I don't like candy canes. So no, sorry, going to starve you today, bacterial infection. Just going to have to starve until you die because I want to feel good and healthy and energetic and at peace with my tummy more this holiday than I want to have that sensation of sweetness on my tongue for 3.3 seconds. That's the thing with sugary treats is the pleasure is so short-lived and that's why it's often not enough. It's so short-lived that we eat one and the sensation was gone so quickly that then we eat another and eat another to try to make that sensation last longer. So be really mindful, be very deliberate and conscientious about what you grab and put into your mouth. We so often act and eat unconsciously. We're, we're not even really aware of it. And what's sad is then we don't even really enjoy it. It's just so automatic. So be very mindful and conscientious and deliberate about the treats that you choose to eat and the ones that you do enjoy them and take pleasure in saying no and giving your body the gift of health and energy and vitality this holiday season especially it will help to keep you calm and more in control and feeling that everything is enough the last one tip number three for having enough in your storage chests to get you through the christmas is save something for the party leave enough energy so that you can enjoy the celebration. Don't use up all of your energy and all of your resources and all of your good cheer in the preparation so that you're all used up by the time it comes to enjoying the people and the party. Stop before the exhaustion sets in. Leave space for happiness so you can feel the real joy of the season. How about putting sleep on your Christmas wish list? Especially for you mamas of littles who I know are burning both ends of the candles and staying up in the night, wrapping and doing all of the things because that's when the magic happens. But all of that makes you feel less than magical. So when your loved one asks something that you would like for Christmas, put a nap on the list. Put one night of sleep from 9 p.m. to 7 a.m. on the list and count that as a Christmas gift and give yourself permission to ask for it and to receive it. It's important to remember that the holidays are my holidays too. Christmas, it's my Christmas too. We're so geared up to think of others during the holidays, which is fabulous. I think it's why the season is so magical is because we are more focused on others. But that doesn't mean that 
there's no joy. It doesn't mean that we vacuum all of the joy out of us and give that to others. That's not how it works. You cannot give Christmas joy from an empty well. So my tip number three, especially for mamas out there, is put yourself on your Christmas list and put on your Christmas list the things that are absolutely essential for you to enjoy your Christmas holiday also. What I think is so awesome is how this gift of enough is so shareable. When we have the perspective in our own head that we are enough, that we have enough, that we've done enough, that everything is going to be okay, that attitude spreads. It's a good kind of contagious Christmas virus. It's the one you want to share. And here are three easy ways to do it. One, watch out for that atelophobia. Watch out when your heart starts racing and you're sweating and you're panicking. Notice what your brain is telling you about something that's not going to be good enough or a fear that you're not going to do something right and combat that atelophobia by telling your brain, everything is fine. I am okay. All is well. When the symptoms of atelophobia spike up, acknowledge the good you already have and that you already are. Align your motivations with love and tap into abundance. Second, watch out for that mindless consumption of the sugar eating, which is going to spike your stress hormones and increase your chance of getting whatever flu germ is going around church and the office. And third, put yourself on your Christmas list. Give yourself space and save enough energy to enjoy the party. My wish for you this Christmas season is the gift of enough, enough love, enough family, enough goodness, because there is enough. There is enough of every good thing in the world. And whatever circumstance you find yourself in these holidays, I promise you can tap into that stash of enough. There is enough for you. There is enough for you to find peace. There is enough for you to feel connected to love. And no matter who you are, you also have enough to give. Everybody has something to give. Everybody has something to offer of value. And that's why this is the season of giving and receiving and giving and receiving and giving and receiving. It's a beautiful exchange. And I wish you a happy exchange of gift season. And I will meet you back here the next two weeks with more gifts of Christmas. This is Malia Warner. Thank you for listening. And if you would like to bestow upon me a really awesome Christmas gift, how about leaving a review of this podcast? I surely would appreciate it. Have a great week, my friends. Bye-bye.